If your parents ever forced you to take piano lessons as a child, you probably don't remember anything but hot crust buns. And that's okay. It's the same for you and everybody else. Everybody except Charlie Puth, that is. A New Jersey native, Puth began his long road to fame as a YouTube artist, performing covers on his piano and singing, all through high school. In college, Puth began honing his skills as a writer and producer while his friends were at parties. Puth was mixing tracks and writing lyrics. After years of piano lessons and dedicated focus, he struck major success through his collaboration with Wiz Khalifa on a Fast and Furious soundtrack song, See You Again. If you were anywhere near a radio in 2015, you couldn't escape Charlie's vocals and piano coming over the airwaves. Soon after he released his debut album in 2016, in which Puth delivered more of the same with hits like One Call Away and Marvin Gaye. With a few years to regroup, Charlie focused on his attention on his second studio album called Voice Notes, and this, is Char- and this is the Charlie he wants you to remember. Voice Notes sees a drastic turn from his first album and hints at his pop and jazz roots while giving the listeners a more meaty second go at Mr. Puth and his artistic style. The song for today is Boy, the eighth track on Voice Notes, and a perfect first look into a true Charlie Puth experience. You're listening to Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. I'm Gavin Listro on I've Got Ox, and here's, in all of its glory, Boy, by Charlie Puth. I got these girls trying to lock me down And I always up and leave But for the first time in a while I want to throw away the key And I know you've been in a couple more relationships than me Cause you talk a different talk And you kiss me differently Now I don't know where to go after you love me this way After you love me so good How are you gonna tell me you don't wanna stay? Uh. You tell me I'm too young but Hello and welcome back to I've Got Ox on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. I'm your host, Gavin Leestro, of course. I'm joined by... Allie. And Bella. And Bella, of course. <laughs> and today we just listened to Boy by Charlie Puth off the album Voice Notes. All right, guys. <laughs> I, I really think I'm going to be fighting an uphill battle this whole episode, but I'm going to prove a point and I think okay. I'm going to maybe at least... My goal is to make you guys fans, or at least appreciators. Fan? Okay. Sorry. At least appreciators of his second album, Voice Notes, which the song is off. Would you call yourself a fan? Are you a stan, even? I'm part of Puth Nation, just say that. I'm joking, no. I'm joking. No, I just really, I was telling Ali this before we started, that I feel kind of half guilty, but I really like this album. And I think it's because, I don't know, he's just a really good he knows how to make a good pop song. I mm-hmm. think he just, I have to give that to him. Like in the same way that Justin Timberlake, I'm not a huge fan of him, but you have to uh, like give him the fact that like he's majorly successful because he's just an amazing, like he knows how to do it really well, yeah. what he does. So please fire away. <laughs> Tell me what you hate. Tell me what you love. I think what makes Charlie Puth bearable is the fact that he is musically talented. Mm-hmm. I do find his music spineless, although I do think it's enjoyable. Because okay. I, I really, off the same album, we were talking about it, um, How Long, which I think was really big on the radio for a while. Mm-hmm. I like that. I really like that song. That song hits. And the thing is, I think I, I agree with what you're saying, is he's gotten the formula down. But to me, it's like, how many songs can you make that sort of sound the same? Because this song even sounds really similar to How Long, almost. Yes. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, the song has a very similar sound for yeah. all of the tracks. And I feel like he, he does that quite a bit. So I'm not a huge Charlie Puth fan, but I can definitely see how he's he's figured it out. You Did know? you enjoy it at no. all while listening? <laughs> I was laughing. 
I know. I'm sorry. I'm, I mean, all of, sorry, I feel like every time you listen to one of his songs, it just seems like he's like, it's so empty. It, yeah. It just seems like he's like, there's no meaning or or anything really to okay. it. He just knows exactly what to say. Right. That people will be like, oh yeah, like I can listen to this. Like not even to say like kind of like what you were saying. Like how you said it was it's spineless, but it's enjoyable. I mean, you could still listen to it and be so like, yeah, I could get down. It's but a like. Pop song. Yeah, it's just kind of. But uh, still, a lot of pop music like has a meaning, <laughs> gut to it, and okay. I think Charlie Puth lacks that like <coughs> emotional depth in any. Capacity. Yeah, no, for sure. Okay, so he's whiny. That's the word I was looking for. Mm, okay, I get that. His singing style is not my favorite. He does pick a key. I think that's too high for him. But he has said he picks keys. He's very intentional about the keys that he picks because he wants them to be singable for girls and boys, so that you can sing along to his songs as a girl or a boy. No pun intended, but. That's why he picks the keys he does. But I think it's a little too high, and he does become really whiny. But I want to say that this song, this album and this song I really enjoy in context to the rest of his career. And I'm talking about Charlie Puth before the first album and Charlie Puth stuff that's coming out now. And I think because when See You Again, when that came out, that is just, it was so cookie cutter and so like pathetic in my opinion, just the, the whole song, um, especially the way it went with the movie. It was really dumb. Um so that that was like my our first introduction to him, and then his first album was kind of riding the heels of that. And I'm sure he had a lot of big suits just pushing to make sure that he had like a sellable album, and I, it was really bad, obviously. Like one call away, one of the my least favorite songs of all time. <laughs> like little confession, I did ballroom dance for a time, and that song played every single time we danced, and wow. I can't stand it. So that album is kind of a throwaway, but I think he took a couple years and he released voice notes, which I think is really good compared to that stuff when was this put out 2018 okay and i think and he's another song um tell me what you've done for me that one is on the same album and it literally the intro and the bass per chord progression is the same as pyt by Ooh. michael jackson and there's a lot of influence by 80s artists and michael jackson that you can kind of tell through it but also he has a lot of soulful he li- he grew up listening to james taylor and he even has a song with james taylor on this album and I think it just shows a lot of maturity compared to his old stuff. And he's doing it all himself. He's rec- writing all the songs by himself or with his friend. And he's recording all of them by himself. And he's putting them out, obviously, through Atlantic. But it's all pretty much in-house. His studio's in his house, and he's just doing it all himself. So that's why I really appreciate him. And he's kind of a authentic to me for that reason. So I think the point you just brought up about his maturity is true. I also just learned that Charlie Puth is 30 years old, yeah. which is not old, but when you hear these songs and yeah. then you remember that this man is fully 30 years old, it's kind of jarring, yeah. one might say. And that song we just listened to is about him being in a relationship with an older woman. Right. I, I want to know how, how much older. Exactly. Was, was but she he's like what? Not born 31? in the 90s, apparently, because he was, he was born in the 90s and that wasn't good enough is what she's saying. Mm. So... Yeah. <laughs> That's it. See, and that goes beyond his voice being whiny. I feel like this song and how long has this been going on? Which, by the way, is about him cheating. Yeah, like, so, forgive me, baby. I'm yeah. so sorry. Forgive me, I cheated on okay. you. Okay, and yeah, I, I will give you that. He is not the best lyricist, but yeah. I just love his instrumentation. It's so good. It's so 80s and it's like perfected mm-hmm. 80s pop, in my opinion. So, Also, another reason he is so old and like late in his career. <laughs> he's so old. Yeah, he's just an old guy. Um is because he went to college and like did that whole thing and like up till he graduated he was just a normal person and then he started his career so most people get their start like 
19, 20, mm-hmm. but he went through college completely. Do you know what he studied? Berkeley sound production and stuff like okay. that. So music related oh. stuff. But then he won some competition with Ellen and she signed him and then he moved over to Atlantic and wrote See You Again. And he really pushed. He's like, I want to be singing this song because he, he wrote it. And he's like, I want to be on it. And so then that's when he got on the song and then, you know, the rest is history. But Do you think he would be... I don't want to say more bearable because that's kind of mean, but like if he was more of a behind the, behind the scenes type of guy, if he didn't sing, if maybe he was one of those writers yeah. or production, like if that was his focus, do you think there would be more success? Because like he's already like incredibly successful. That's something yeah. I didn't really get until I saw how many awards he's won. Yeah, I think he does a lot. He does a lot of. This is interesting. He makes beats for rap music, yeah. which is really interesting and really cool because he's just multifaceted in what he does. But, um, no, like, it, he reminds me of if, what he could be is Phineas, which mm-hmm. is, like, you know, kind of the behind the scenes for Billie Eilish, but also has his yeah. own stuff. But, I mean, I don't really like Phineas that much. His voice is kind of boring to me. Yeah, me Same vibes almost. Yeah, yeah but he has his, his production for Billie is amazing. Yeah. And when he kind of just is behind the scenes and does it, I think he does really well. And he did a lot of stuff for other artists. I don't remember exactly who. Yeah. Bella, do you have any thoughts about Charlie Puth? Did you like him when you were, like, did you get the hype when you were younger? Uh, like, when Call Away and stuff like that? Were you into it, or were, did you kind of call the bluff right away of, like, not liking him? I don't, I mean, I never, I, I'm, I was never, like, a sort of, like, for a while, like, as a, as a youth, <laughs> I wasn't like super musically like inclined or anything. Like, didn't care as much in the beginning. Do you remember? We know this one person from back home. She was obsessed with him, obsessed. And I feel like that caused me to be like, well, maybe I should like give him a chance. And I listened. Yeah. I was like, mm, not him. No. no. Yeah. I feel I, like yeah. Tiger Beat and J Fourteen. Like he is is the product of those. Yeah. If that makes any sense, like he doesn't seem human to me. Okay. Yeah. He's, he seems like a plant. And his use of <laughs> yeah, no, like a like a literal a corporate yeah, plant. I get that. Yeah. And that kind of segues into what I want to talk about now is his career now. Like I really mm-hmm. appreciated 2018 Charlie Puth. Yeah. I think he did. He was feeling himself. He was doing really well. And TikTok came out. And <laughs> now I think he's, there's he's an embarrassing issue. Himself. There's an issue we need Just to talk saying. about with. You don't need to be selling yourself and your art 24-7. Because yeah. back in the day, when you had a record, you had the record sleeve and maybe maybe one um, music video. That was all you ever got of the person persona of the artist. And then you just had their music. But now it's like Charlie Puth brushing his teeth. Charlie <laughs> Puth waking up in the morning. Charlie Puth recording random sounds to put in his songs. And you're just like, it's an overexposure that you get to know him too much. And then you're like, oh, he's just annoyed. He loses his mystique yeah. as an artist. And le- mm-hmm. Like... You find little things to be annoyed with him about, like, and he's why gross. does why does he wink like that at the camera? And you're like, it ruins my whole perception of his whole music now. And you're like, that shouldn't be a thing. Like, and it's weird because TikTok and like this revolution of like short form content is still sort of relatively new, and some artists use it so well yeah. and they utilize it properly, and it's not weird. And maybe there's some boundaries that are being crossed. But for those of you who don't know, Charlie Puth is like not an embarrassment to TikTok, but he's kind of this this meme of TikTok. Yeah, he's really just kind of 
made himself He's the into TikTok a bag. Yeah. Is that a bad word? Yeah, you can say that. <laughs> but fill in the blank with that one, whatever you might please. But uh, what Bella said was exactly correct. He's just kind of sleazy at this point. Yeah. It's just like he'll post something on Instagram. It's him and like, like a wife beater tank top. Yeah. And he's like, just I woke up. In my head. Just woke, I can see it. Just woke up and you're like, I don't. I, I, no one needs to know. When you're 30 and I just don't need to see that. No one needs to to see that and it makes your music that much more shallow yeah i think the mystique point was big he's trying so hard yeah so you thought we were being mean to chase lawrence i'm sorry charlie (laughs) puth like it's it's bad i think the thing you really nailed it with was the mystique i think there has to be some element of not knowing you know what charlie puth eats for breakfast that that adds to the experience of an artist and like even super fans I, there's still an element of you don't know that person in every aspect of their being, whereas Charlie Puth kind of just keeps his bedroom door open and yeah. allows everybody to see everything he does. So yep. it's like you can see that he's so talented and he's he has perfect pitch, which I'm sure we'll talk about. Yeah. And he, you can like objectively see that he's okay, but then he's just actually intolerable. It's like when you have a friend at school and you kind of get to know them a little bit and then you finally get invited over to their house and you see them interacting with their parents and their siblings. Yeah. You're like, oh. Like, uh, you're kind of a jerk yeah. <laughs> I don't actually like you Yeah, and then yeah then that re- ruins your whole relationship with them but otherwise he is comes from a pretty wholesome background like he still talks to his parents no and he'll trauma. mention them all the time like he grew up in a fairly religious household like was a normal kid but now he's just like he's been swallowed up by Hollywood and the he's fame. feral yeah <laughs> It's it's yeah, it's kind of sad, but I really I don't know. It's just when I need something to listen to and not think about too much, I can listen to his music and I can still find things to appreciate about it every mm-hmm. time I listen to it. Be like, "Oh, that's cool how he did well, that he's with obviously the vocals." Very talented. Yeah, but yeah. I don't need to be like, "What is he trying to say?" or right. like something it, like overanalyze anything. So, and the that's truth really is, where he stands in my music listening. And I think like as far as mass audience goes like i don't think the people who watch ellen routinely are necessarily like diving deep into what they're listening to on the radio oh. i when i think of charlie puth i think of mm, the ox cord is broken we are not in control of it and you're driving to work and it's just kind of there yeah you know what i mean it's just like and you can enjoy that and you can have a little charlie puth on your way to work but it doesn't i don't think he's adding anything to yeah. anyone's life who's above the age of 12 yeah <laughs> yeah i really get that and I'm sorry, Charlie. I love you. I don't, but <laughs> I, respect. I think there's good in him. He's like oh, for Anakin sure. Skywalker. He, there's still good in him, and I know he's done good. And I, I just, I, I wish he, he, I expect that he could do more for himself if he really tried instead of putting out mediocre pop music. How do you guys think he's going to age? Like in five years, what do we think, Charlie? Or even ten years, what do you think, Charlie? Puth is gonna His be music doing? or him? You know, because he can't keep this up. Like what he's doing. <laughs> That's on what I'm saying. Media. He's like, already outside he's of out. a group in terms of behavior. <laughs> yeah, like, literally. Like, is Charlie Puth a sustainable force? No, because he no. people he's get not a old. Force. Yeah, but his and music. He's not be hit. But his music. I mean, it's 80s pop music, so it yeah. already is aged technically. So I think it always will have an audience, and people will be like, oh. Yeah, I wonder attention. if like, that's a good one. Like, kind of go to the backseat and do more production and do, which is like stuff he's really, really good yeah. at. So maybe, maybe that's what Charlie Puth will end up doing. I think, I think that's where his his career will end up, kind of a Benny Blanco type mm, person. Yeah. yeah, just writes all the good hits and doesn't sing them. Yeah, yeah. Okay, maybe we should say something nice about Charlie. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you if you heard the uh, the song before you tuned in. Uh, it's called Boy by Charlie Puth on the album Voice Notes. Give it a listen because you're listening to I've Got Ox on Radio Free Hills, so 
Um, in the bridge, there's an, it's a kind of a no singing bridge, but it has a nice little electric piano solo. And I really, that's the part that really like gets me excited. I'm like, yeah, there's there's the real Charlie. It's like mm-hmm. him messing around on the piano, playing these really cool jazz licks in the middle of his pop song. I think that's really where he could shine. If he could pour more into combining those two instead of just being a boring pop artist, because he has so much knowledge and so much potential there. And so that's where I really like Boys, because it, it's a pop song, but it always comes back to the jazz kind of influence. So yeah. I don't know. That's what kind of set, sets him apart. And I know everyone says like, oh, Charlie Puth, he's really cool. He has perfect pitch and he's a jazz musician. And you're like, you know, that's like the one selling point, I guess, for him. So Yeah. I think if there's anything to take away from this whole episode is that we were able to spend an entire episode talking about everything except the song. So although it can be enjoyable in like four minutes, it's so easily forgettable. Like usually I'm focusing on lyrics and I'm trying to understand, but, and maybe that also speaks to the fact that my head and perception of him is so overclouded by his like presence that's so feral that it it can sometimes maybe hinder the parts that you're talking about, which are like his actual talent and his ability to fuse a bunch of different genres. That's why uh, we need more, like... Give us more, Charlie. We yeah. know you have it. Or just less, please. Yeah, or less. <laughs> Honestly, dial it back a little bit. So, yeah, and that's like, if he was 20 years younger, oh, sorry, older, he when he was a musician, he wouldn't have the ability to right. mess up his career, I think, the way, in the way he is. Yeah. And just... Yeah, no one. Someone needs to just tell him no. Someone close. Charlie, <laughs> Puth, Charlie Puth's mom. Yeah, are you listening? step in. Step in. Tell your boy Please. to no shape up. No more thirst traps. No, no more thirst traps. No more mid morning coffee wake up <laughs> calls by the pool. Please. <laughs> yeah, but tell him we love him because he's he's great. Oh, some of us love him. It's okay, Kevin. <laughs> it's you, <laughs> fanboy. Fanboy. What could I say? No, I don't. Uh, I don't want anyone to think that I'm like a hardcore. <laughs> like no, you're, you're Charlie Puth. but like <laughs> I appreciate I appreciate if this helps at all I appreciate him in the same way that I appreciate One Direction like okay I don't think One Direction's artistically crazy and amazing but I really appreciate for them for stepping outside of the the confinements of like the boy band and making kind of decent music musically and it's yeah. not just like pop drums and fake like instruments it's like actually musically good so yeah. That's my two cents on Charlie Puth. If you take it or leave it, but at least give it a listen before you, you know, decide to stop liking him or disliking him. So, yeah, this has been I've Got Ox on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7. As always, I'm your host, Gavin Listro, and with us... Allie Hall and Bella. As always, every week. So we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>